0: Welcome to Geared Up from GeekWire.com in Seattle. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. We have got a big show for you coming up this week. Alexa and Cortana. Are hooking up. Yeah, and you can join in. (laughs) Too far, Andrew, too far. (laughs) Microsoft and Amazon are announcing a surprising new partnership that bring together the two voice assistants. Plus, we test Alexa's new multi-room audio feature. This is very cool. It is. We've got two Alexa devices right here on the table with us, and we're going to show you how Amazon has enabled the ability to play audio across different Echo devices through your house. Plus, Andrew tells us the sordid tale of a headphone company that went out of business and his sort of unwitting role in the surrounding controversy and unjustified role. That's right. But uh, the commenters out there have been uh, taking you to task and we're going to give you a chance to to address those. We're doing that today. That's right. All right. So all that more coming up this week on Geared Up. Before we jump in, let's just give you a quick reminder. You can subscribe to Geared Up. Uh, via any podcast player that you happen to use, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. The best way to find those spots is to go to geekwire.com slash up. Plus, if you want to catch the the behind-the-scenes live stream, go to YouTube.com slash GearLive, which is Andrew's channel where you can also see his reviews. That's right. All right, let's talk about our first story. A surprise announcement from Microsoft and Amazon this week. Mm -hmm. These are two companies that ostensibly would be rivals in this world of artificial intelligence assistants, Cortana and Alexa. Right. And they they announced, though, this morning that they are actually connecting these two. This is so weird. It's very interesting. So you're going to be able to say uh, to Cortana or Alexa by the end of the year, Alexa, open Cortana. or right. Cortana, open Alexa. And then from that, you will have a portal to interact with the other company's virtual assistant, voice assistant. Right, right. And this is interesting in part because it kind of creates a partnership between Microsoft and Amazon. Of course, it's a Seattle-area partnership. Mm-hmm. But it also leaves Google and Siri, uh, you know, the Google Assistant and Apple Siri, out on their own to some extent. Right. And it'll be interesting to see if they end up joining this. It'd be like, you could open Alexa and say, hey, go to Siri or go go to right. Google Assistant. That's so strange. Like, these things aren't that different from each other. I
1: don't, I don't know what... Uh, having Cortana on my Alexa device does for me that Alexa can't already do. Um, I can see the benefit for Amazon being on the PC. They get to be on the PC now. Um, but they could have also just created an app, I guess, that would you could install on your PC that would allow you to have Alexa capability. So it's, I don't know, it's kind of odd to, I mean, so the, the uh, asking Alexa to open Cortana or vice versa, that's like the first stage it is. is what they said. So there'll be a closer integration later because it is kind of clunky. Hey, Alexa, I want
0: to talk to Cortana right, right. now. Can you, could you go get her for go me? get your friend. That's odd. Well, so so I I do see the differences between Alexa and Cortana. Alexa is obviously much more focused on home scenarios and yeah. this whole idea of controlling your smart home. Which, by the way, I've been doing a lot of here in the GeekWire right. conference room slash studio. So we'll have to talk about that on a subsequent show. But. Cortana is much more about work and productivity and and things like, you know, reading email or finding your next calendar appointment. And, of Mm -hmm. course, Alexa can do some of those things, but it feels like Microsoft has really created a specialty in terms of that work productivity stuff as it relates to Cortana. Yeah, but all these things are just like
1: APIs. So Microsoft could have just said, hey, we have Cortana. Let's hook in smart lights, for example. They could have done that if they wanted to. Let's control, you know, that thermostat. They have that Cortana thermostat that's even yeah. coming. So yeah, I think they, like they're, they're getting actually, into this. They're already
0: going that, I think it's a recognition, though, that these two companies have different strengths and weaknesses. And I think Amazon won't be as good, ultimately, as some of the productivity scenarios that Microsoft has because it doesn't have Office. Mm-hmm. You know, it does have its own versions of some of those things through Amazon Web Services. But right. Microsoft has that specialty. And if you look at the... Uh, presence of Echo in homes. I mean, it, it's pretty significant. Absolutely. And, and then PCs. You know, Microsoft has 500 million active Windows 10 PCs with Cortana built in. I get it. I understand why you're skeptical, though. I think there is certainly an element of public relations to this.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's not, and it's not so much skepticism as it is just the the initial clunkiness of asking one to go get the other like I, I like being like agnostic about things i'd much rather be able to have a device where i can just talk to any smart assistant in fact sonos is going to be announcing their next big uh, connected speaker and the big thing about it is that you're supposed to be able to use any voice assistant that you'd like Obviously, the company that owns that voice assistant has to give the okay. So, if they want Siri on there, Apple has to give their blessing, and Cortana and Google, etc. So, you know, if you buy this Sonos device, ideally,
0: you'd be able to ask any assistant for anything and have one, you know, just have one device. So, I like that. So, you've been trying out a bunch of these, and obviously, you were sort of immersed in the world of Bixby last week with the Samsung Galaxy Note That's 8 right. release. You've got Cortana, you've got Siri, Alexa, Google Assistant. Is there one that's your favorite so far?
1: Um, probably Alexa, just because Alexa's like everywhere and it's in pretty much everything. Like all of these, so I use, I also use Apple HomeKit a lot so I can control things with Siri. But anything that I have, I don't know that I can think of anything that I have that's controllable by Siri that isn't also controllable by Alexa.
0: So like Alexa is like gotcha. the default and then they'll add other stuff on top of it. So It's kind of like how app makers make apps for iPhone first, and then they go to Android Right. often. Some, right. some folks will go Android first, but mm-hmm. the more common scenario you see is iOS. So you're saying right. they're, they're going to Alexa first, and then...
1: Yeah, or it's not even Alexa first so much as it's like, here's a new device that we're releasing. It's a thermostat that you can control with Siri, By the way, Alexa is also built. Oh, I got So Alexa is just like the default. It's just there. So, you know, when you look at it that way and you can do so much more with it, with the different Amazon devices, you know, you can have the the video calls, depending on what device you have. You can have it tell you how you're dressed. Are you dressed well? Do you need to pick up a scarf or something to complete your look? So Amazon's doing, you know, more with Alexa than it seems, at least as of today then it seems that all the others are doing. Other ones
0: seem like they're more informational, while Alexa is like another level. More functional, more utility. What was interesting, this actually started, I mean, we're talking about it from a public relations standpoint. Obviously, these two companies are kind of making a splash with this news today. But it actually started with a conversation between Jeff Bezos and Satya Nadella, the CEOs of Amazon and Microsoft. Wow. Yeah, and they actually talked at microsoft ceo summit back in 2016 bezos floated the idea Mm -hmm. satya nadella from microsoft was open to it and you know what bezos did in true amazon fashion he followed up with a draft press release envisioning what it would be like when they launched it which is the amazon tradition so jeff bezos sent satya nadella a press release. It may have been their people, but that was the of gist. Course. And today they what? ended up actually basically releasing a a new version of that press release to, to get it right, out there. Right, so right, that's yeah. the biggest product from these two companies so far. I don't know. It, it, mm. the, first, the other thing I was thinking about was, gosh, is this like the first entree to some kind of really significant partnership between Amazon and Microsoft? I mean, under Satya Nadella, Microsoft has been much more Willing to partner with other companies, yeah. not like an acquisition or a merger. I okay. think that would be ludicrous. Right. But the whole idea that maybe these two companies could work together, although you know they compete so much in terms of Amazon Web Services and yeah, yeah. Azure. So at any rate, lots of interesting. I, mean, I like stuff.
1: it. I, like I said, like for this. If this is just the beginning, like I'd love to see you know Google and um, Siri. I'd like just put them all, on, like make them all accessible from anything. Like that would be the ideal world, rather than having to buy a device for you know one assistant and then you change your phone so now you need to swap out yeah. all your stuff in your house. Like That's silly.
0: Well, it's happening to some extent through third-party apps like Microsoft makes the Cortana, Cortana app mm-hmm. work on iOS and Android, but that's not the same as native integration. And yeah. we've seen some of that, like what was the HTC phone that we tried out that oh, man. integrated Alexa into it? Oh, I'm testing you here, Andrew. Oh, I can't remember. no, I don't either. remember. <laughs> yeah, but it was the HTC phone that you squeeze yeah. on the side Yeah, it's U11. U11. Hey, good job. Good job pulling that one out of the memory banks. Um, So it seems like it needs to be natively integrated, not just through an app that you invoke. It needs to be right there. Right. Okay. Hey, in this uh, final minute here that we have in this segment, any last minute or uh, subsequent thoughts now on the Samsung Galaxy Note 8? Things that struck you as uh, you were flying back from New York, maybe after Uh, we talked?
1: No, I mean, it's it's a great device. Like, I think what struck me most is the price Like, these phones are getting to be very expensive. Um, It's not the first one that we're going to see at this price. Apple's about to announce the iPhone 8 series of phones, which the flagship version is going to probably start at $1,000. The Note 8 starts at about $930.
0: These are expensive Um, devices.
1: These are expensive devices. And um, that's the big thing that's hitting me now, is it used to be, like, good phones are, you know, inexpensive phones were getting really good and... Really good phones were getting inexpensive, and now we're seeing a switch to where you know the great phones, the luxury phones, top of the line phones, phones. super phones are getting those high price tags. Um, but the technology in there kind of warrants that, so I'm not, it's not like they're just charging more money for no reason. There is a big leap happening in the miniaturization of some of this really good tech.
0: So we're going to find the next puzzle piece on September... September 12th. That's when the Apple. next iPhone, that's right. Are you going to be in Cupertino for that? Maybe. Okay. Maybe, we'll see. All right. We'll see. I have some feelers out. Okay, good deal. All right, we are talking about Alexa, Microsoft, Amazon, and coming up next, we are going to be doing a hands-on with Alexa's latest trick, All right. multi-room audio. Stick around for that. You're listening to Geared Up on GeekWire, and we'll be right back. All right, welcome back to Geared Up. From GeekWire.com in Seattle, I'm Todd Bishop. I'm here with Andrew Edwards of yes, GearLive. Live. that's right. It's great to have you here Thank in the you. studio, Andrew. We are talking about Amazon Alexa this week. Mm-hmm. Alexa has some new features, and I just activated her You're behind you, her so all we're about to place. hear from her. The feature that Amazon announced this week was multi-room audio. That's cool. So the idea that you can have an Alexa in one room, and, or I should say an echo device in one room, right. and another echo device in another. That's how they're starting out. So we have here, in fact, an echo show and a, an original echo in the same room, which is mm-hmm. causing some issues because they're yeah. both hearing the commands. right? Uh, but the whole idea is you can essentially create a group Of Echo devices. You said that's how they're starting out. Is it only
1: one? Like is it only two? No, you can do multiple ones. All right. So if you have Echo devices across the house. Exactly. You can play the same. Can you play, can you group like two of them to play one thing and
0: then three of them to play something else? Or is it currently just one group? I I think you could do that if you set up multiple groups. Okay. So you could say group A and group B and say Alexa play X on group A. Okay. But I don't think she could simultaneously play another song on group B. But if you wanted to do it, you know, concurrent or successively, like first go to these speakers, next go to these speakers. It's much like if you've set up a smart home with Alexa, you you can create groups of lights or groups of plugs. It's very much similar to that. Okay. So let's try it here. We've been testing it it out uh, sort of on the, on the break here. We'll see. Okay. So let's try it. Alexa, play classical music on rooms group.
1: No, it did not, did not do work. it successfully. So what happened is the echo over there heard you
0: yeah. and took Which command, is not really a real-world scenario. Right, usually
1: you don't have them four
0: feet apart from each other. All right, let's try it one more time. Alexa, play music on rooms.
1: Here's a station you might like, Adult Pop, from Amazon Music, playing on the rooms group.
0: There Amazon it is. Music. Okay. All, All right, right there so, it is. so there you it's go. It's in stereo. Well, not in stereo, but it's on multiple speakers right
1: now happening. Yeah,
0: and that has been, to be fair, Alexa, stop. So that, to be fair, is exactly how it has been working when, yep. when we've been doing it. So, so that is the feature. So what they're doing initially is they're rolling it out on Echo devices, and then eventually they will roll it out on other devices. So they've already announced like what? plans to uh, integrate it with um, Sonos. Okay. Bose, um, and some other ones. Um, so th- that is actually pretty interesting. And what they're doing is you'll be able to do that on devices that incorporate Alexa itself into them. In mm-hmm. other words, you can speak to those devices directly right. and have Alexa inside them hearing you. And also you can do it on devices that are essentially using Alexa as a control mechanism from an Echo. So okay. you can do it a variety of different ways eventually. Okay. So Interesting. So yeah. they,
1: they called out Sonos, which does not have a current speaker that supports Alexa input, but the big rumor is that uh, in a few weeks they're gonna be uh, announcing one, like I, like I said earlier, that uh, basically can use any or any allowed uh, voice assistance. So that might be a little bit of a spoiler right there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. New Sonos dropping soon. In fact, Antoine LeBlanc, the former Microsoft executive who's now the Sonos vice president of software, oh. he said, "Alexa set the standard for voice in smart homes, so working with Amazon to bring voice control to Sonos for the first time was an obvious choice." That's okay. what that was his statement with this. Right. So that would suggest that these folks are yeah. working pretty closely like together, that. as you're saying. I like that. So as you're looking at the broad landscape for music, do you really see a role for voice assistance in this? Because I mean, it's just as easy to pull up your phone. How, how much are people going to be talking to their speakers? No, it's not just as easy. Up your phone. I think it is easier to speak
1: and say "play such and such" rather than pull out your phone, unlock your phone, find the app, open the app, do the search, hit play. So it is easier to just speak out into the world and have it have it go. Um, that said, it's not like it's super difficult to use your phone. It's way easier nowadays than it was to like go find a tape or a record and set all that up and everything is CD. So, but no, I think people are expecting, we're in this world now where we're expecting to be able to do things with our voice, with no, pretty much no effort, no effort for anything. Yeah. So unlock my door, when I come home, when you sense me at the front door, unlock my front door, turn the lights on, and have the music playing that I like to have playing while I'm making dinner or whatever, just automatically. So this is just part of that, I think.
0: Well, that's even beyond voice, that's sensors. Right, so that's that sensors. AI, knowing what you like, yes. when you want and we it. can do that, yeah. we can already do that now. Yeah. Um, but the voice part is just, you, know, you walk in, your
1: hands are full of groceries, hey, change the song, play this, play that. So I think it's cool, like we're gonna see that with Apple has their HomePod coming, Amazon is apparently about to, the rumor is they're gonna ship a new full-size Echo. Um, I don't know if you saw, but like the current Echo was like out of stock. stock. So that never happens. So are they about to imminently announce something to replace it? Um, Again, the Sonos thing. So Samsung is rumored to be releasing their own standalone speaker with Bixby built in. So this is just another one of those things on the frontier where everybody wants to get in on the smart speaker. Um,
0: craze it's interesting from this perspective as well this is one more reason to get more than one Alexa device yeah and you saw this initially with the intercom feature uh, the idea that oh, yeah. if you had two echo devices in your house you can use it almost like an old-fashioned intercom now and so now you've got one more reason if you can stream music across all these devices and I, I will just say once again it, it has worked pretty reliably yeah yeah, in, yeah on a good good network connection and in multiple rooms so what's your home like What's my home like? You got Alexa out there? No, no Alexa devices at all. No, I know. And that's what? where... Yeah, I know. Right next to my Xbox 360, I have no Alexa devices. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So a lot of the experimentation I do is in the office. Okay. You know, it's easier. Everybody can test it out here in the office. And am not all, intrigued by any of this. I, I am. And in fact, one of the things I've been talking with my wife about is getting an Echo Dot to plug into our sort of, you know, old generation Bose yeah. speaker system on the counter. I think she'd like it a lot. Right now, we've got a an i like an original iPod touch uh put into the doze. this guy with the, the old Bose, school Bose original Doc. things yeah you had a 10 year old iPod touch connected there. <laughs> exactly. okay. it might not be quite that old but it's it's pretty pretty old pretty back there. <laughs> well how about yours? How's your smart home going? Man, I have a lot going on yeah. over there. I how have many uh, Echoes do you have? I have one full sized Echo,
1: two Echo shows. That's an Echo Show, right? Yeah. Two Echo shows, and then four Echo Dots. And so I kind of spread them around the home. And it's just interesting because pretty much no matter where I am, I can speak now. So usually if you buy one or two, if you buy one Echo, you have to be like in the same room, right? But now that I have it spread around the house, you can pretty much just talk anywhere you are and have things
0: happen. It's just like the Star Trek computer. It's ever present you wherever go. you are no matter whether you're on the bridge or in your quarters. Right. You can do whatever you want. You can say say tell the computer to do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, and I'm an early adopter obviously. But the weird thing is though, like this thing's always listening. Is
1: that uh, is that weird? It's always listening to well, what's happening in the home. Theoretically, it's only
0: know. listening to listening for the wake word, right? That's what Amazon would tell right, you. Now, right. there's a lot of skepticism about whether that's actually yeah, true. I don't know. I don't well, know. This multi-room audio feature would seem to be built for you, right? Yes, but I have Sonos in almost
1: every room and okay. the Sonos works way better. Then, even if this was working the way it was supposed to, Sonos just lets you mix and match on the fly, like in any way you want. You don't have to, like, this is one group, this is another group. You can just create groups on the fly, change things on the fly. So, but Sonos is very expensive. So, this is a much cheaper way to get that, you know, a very
0: similar result. All right. So, that is the rundown on the latest from Amazon Alexa, Microsoft Cortana, all sorts of voice assistants that are really evolving uh, as, yeah. as the, the industry goes forward. We will be right back with the sordid tale oh, man. of some wireless headphones yeah. that Andrew got sucked into. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yep. You're listening to Geared Up, and we'll be right back. All right, welcome back to Geared Up. I've been looking forward to this segment. It's, oh, yeah? It's Todd Bishop. you looking forward to this one? <laughs> yes. It's Todd Bishop. <laughs> with, Andrew Edwards. All right, and we are going to be talking on this segment about some new wireless headphones called Kanoa, right? Yeah. I don't even know if you can call them new. I don't even know what we can call them. Yes. Well, at any rate, let's let's just start at the beginning. Let's tell the story
1: of these the devices. Beginning. It's time for story time. So if you're listening on the podcast, strap in. I hope you have a long commute to work because we got a lot to talk about right now. <laughs> so, you know, I go to CES every year, right? Every year, CES, interview companies, you go to the booth, et cetera, right? No big deal. Not strange to go to a booth and talk to a company. Would you agree? Yes. You've been
0: there? Yes. All right. So in fact, strange not to go. Exactly. To a, a, a That's the whole a reason company. you're there, yes. right?
1: You go there to talk to companies. Yeah. So it's not out of the ordinary for me to see a company showing off their new headphones because at CES, a very large a portion of, of the companies are launching new headphones or new iPhone cases or new messenger bags to carry your laptop. Like they all it's like what's the difference? They're all pretty much similar. But this one stood out to me. This was CES two thousand and fifteen. Kanoa, Kanoa with two a years ago. Kanoa with a K, because their earbuds were truly wireless. So here's the thing what they mean by true wireless. This right here is a pair of Beats X. I'm holding up a pair of Beats X headphones, and these are two earbuds that go into your ear that are, they don't connect to your device by wire, but they are connected to each other by a wire. Right. So they connect to Bluetooth, so they're not truly wireless because they connect to each other. So what the guy from Kanoa said, the founder, Sival is, this isn't wireless. This is one wire less. So <laughs> they're making yes. truly wireless earbuds. He tells me they're going to be shipping in a few months from CES 2015. Gives me a first look at them. Interview. Interview's probably five minutes. Never see the guy again. Right? Okay. No big deal. So far, would you say, as a journalist attending CES, speaking to a company for a few minutes about their upcoming headphone line, that I have now implicated myself as part of their business plan going forward. Well, no more than anybody else covering any other company and, and their product. Right. So you wouldn't say <laughs> that by me sharing their message to my audience, I
0: am now complicit in any business dealings of, of this b- company. Absolutely not. And apart from that, I know from uh, you know working with you for years now that you're a straight shooter. If, if Appreciate something, that. If something sucks, you'll say so. Appreciate that. So Okay. Yeah. Now,
1: fast-forward, because this was CES 2015. Yes. Truly wireless earbuds did not exist yet on the market. Now, we're fast-forwarding to about two weeks ago. Oh, wow. Landscape has changed, right? Oh, yeah. It's two years have gone by. Two and a half A year, year and a half has gone by. Apple now sells a product called AirPods that is so hard to get that even though they've been out for roughly nine months... If you order them today, there's still a two- to three-week backlog. Wow, I didn't know that, okay. Yeah, and that two- to three-week backlog has only improved in the past couple of weeks. A month ago, so seven months after the launch of AirPods, it was still a one-month backlog. So these are very popular. Apple also has the Beats X, of course. If you don't want you know, completely wireless, you want something that's more substantial or whatever, Beats X. So these are all Bluetooth headphones. But Kanoa contacts me, and they say, hey... You interviewed us a year and a half ago at CES, we really appreciated that, and we're ready to ship our headphones finally. And the first thought that I had was, wow, they didn't ship these yet, okay. Well, send them over, I'll take a look. This is pretty exciting. Um, Exciting because, common practice by the way, you get a review unit as a loaner. Right, and uh, no, they were actually shipping them over, just here you go. So usually what I do is, either I get a review unit as a loaner, or if they ship it over and don't want it back, I'll then turn that around into a giveaway. Right, give it to your, your so, listeners, yeah, your some, audience, I'll your readers. I'll do some sort of giveaway viewers. promotion on Twitter or YouTube, and then someone will win the thing. So Thanks. this is it right here. Yes, you seem very excited. I do, but I, but I want to tell you what happened. They call me up. We have sent out six of these. We're ready to ramp up production. So six of them uh, supposedly, I don't know if it's true or not, got sent out to backers. So and I want to I want to rephrase that. Not the the word backers is misleading. Because Kanoa started selling these at CES 2015, I think even a couple months earlier, as pre-orders. So so to make it clear, on Kickstarter or on Indiegogo, you're familiar with these, right? People can put their projects up there, and then you can back these projects with money in the hopes that enough money gets raised to create whatever the product is, and then you would end up with one of these products, right? Of course. So that is uh, crowdfunding. What Kanoa did instead, they didn't use Kickstarter, they didn't use Indiegogo, they used their own website and instead of using the crowdfunding terminology, they were selling pre-orders. So the implication is not hopefully we can make these, but we're making them and you're buying a pair.
0: Right? You're just buying it well in advance. Exactly.
1: So, when Apple said we're pre ordering the iPhone 8, you know, pre orders go live on Friday or whatever, they're not saying, hopefully, we get enough money to make these. They're saying, we're making these and you are buying one in advance. So, you're basically getting in line with your money. So, everybody who pre ordered expected to get a pair. So, I get this pair on a Wednesday. I think it was two Wednesdays ago. I have to leave town to go to New York on Thursday. So, I get the pair. And I'm like, you know what, let me you know, shoot some video, I'll do the unboxing, and I'll do the voiceover, and then I'll take the footage with me and I'll edit it on the go, right? Now, between the time that I leave for New York for uh, the WWE integration that I'm doing and me publishing, someone else got a pair. Um, he actually got them before me. He he's goes by the name iTweeks on YouTube, and his name is Cody. And he publishes a scathing review of these right here. He says they don't work. He can't get them to connect to his phone. When he does get them to finally connect, if he has his phone in his back pocket, it cuts out. What else? When he tried to sync it to his phone, it would show up like four times in the list. So we didn't know which one to pick. Why is it showing up four times in the first place? That shouldn't happen. Um, when he wanted to charge them, the charging wouldn't work right. So he had all these issues, bad right? Bad experience. Very bad experience. So, every time that he had a bad experience, he would call the company. He would call the guy and say, Hey, here's another thing that's going wrong. Here's another thing that's going wrong. What is happening? And eventually, they say to him, Listen, you know, we're working on these problems. If you just give us a positive review, we'll pay you 500 bucks. Okay? <laughs> Bam. That. It's called a bribe. Yes. Is it called a
0: bribe? I don't know what. It, maybe bribe. Pay, pay for play. Pay it's, for it's play. It's not how journalism is actually supposed to work. Right. And again, this guy doesn't claim to be a journalist, but it's not even how upfront reviews or
1: exactly. To work it's just not. Reviews. That's not how it goes. Like you send me something. Yeah. I say what I think. So my policy is, if a company sends me something, as soon as I get it, I go radio silent. I don't contact them. So he actually gave them multiple chances. Like, why is this not working? Why is this not working? The only time I contact a company is if I think it might be defective to allow them to replace it to get a fair review. That's it. I don't have discussions back and forth why doesn't this work right? Like I want to be able I can figure it out and if I can't figure it out I'll say that. That's their problem. Yeah, it's their problem. Now, I don't know about this video. I published my video which is an unboxing on that Sunday. August 20th. So, just basically saying, here's what they look like. Here's what it is. Let's open it up. Here's my early impressions, first impressions. I showed me like syncing it to my phone and putting them in and listening to them for, I probably used it for roughly 30 minutes in the course of creating that video. So, not your most extensive right. review. So, it's or not a hands-on. review. Yeah. It's a hands on, it's early impressions. Publish that, go about my day. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I'm getting all this hate, all these hate comments. Like, what's going on? And people start accusing me of taking $500. I must be paid off because one guy had a negative review. Then the company goes dark, starts deleting all their social media. And then it was either one or two days after my, my unboxing goes live, the company removes their website and replaces it with a, we're, we're sorry. But something like, I'm paraphrasing, due to recent negative reviews, our investor pulled out... And therefore, we no longer have the money. That's it right there. That yeah, is the yeah. message. We no longer have the money to continue. Um, so basically, what they're saying is we're done as a company. We have no money. We're not shipping anything. So, and the people done. who paid the money have nothing. The people who have been pre ordering. But of course, no, they're getting their money back, no, right? They're not. Because the company is saying we're bankrupt. So we have no money to give. Hence the vitriol directed toward right, you, Andrew. Right, right. And I would
0: be upset. I mean, yeah.
1: I wouldn't be that upset to start. How like, much did folks pay? So the product was to be $300 at when it went live. If you pre-ordered early, it was 150 And I think there was a second round that went to $200. i am not quite sure. But I know at a minimum, $150 up to 200 No one paid the 300 though, because that was supposed to be the price it went after. So... Everybody's saying, if this guy had a negative experience, the other guy, he couldn't get anything to work, and this other guy posted a positive thing, and the other guy was offered money to post something positive, this guy who posted something positive must have taken the money. Well, that's incorrect. Okay. Because here's here's the other scenario. They never approached him and said, hey, here's headphones, and here's money. They said, here's headphones, and then he kept calling them, talking about the negative issues to the point where they then said, "Hey, listen. We're working on all this. If you could do a positive review, we'll give you this money." Yeah, which was horrible. Right. So, I have them here, and apparently, this is this might be the craziest part of all. I may have the only working pair of these <laughs> headphones in the world. You've got a collector's item. Right. This but, is yeah. <laughs> I want you to try these, and here's why. Okay. I was thinking of doing a review and I was like, "Why should I do a review of something no one can get? That seems right. weird, and like I'm almost like mocking people." Yeah. But I also want to answer the people who are saying these must not work. The only reason I'm saying they do is because okay. I must have gotten paid. All right. So, are you willing to try these? Yes. Truly wireless earbuds. Okay. I'm going to yes. open these up. Let me get my phone right here. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna wa- I'm gonna have you confirm things. <laughs> okay. As I do it. Hey, we gotta we gotta do it. We gotta no, show no, people fine, every fine. step of the way. All right. I'm gonna open these up as you said the case is a little difficult to open. Yes. So the first thing, this is the one thing i didn't like about them. You take them out of the case. You have to click them on, right? But they don't really click. They just like kind of mush in. Yeah, okay. So Nothing, that was the, no, that was the no fir- satisfying yeah, no satisfying click. So that was the first thing. where I was like that's weird. Now these have been in my ear. Okay,
0: you know. So here, this is the left one. Put that in your left ear. It feels like you know what these remind me of? You know Ahura from Star Trek? Yes. Yes.
1: No, not like that. <laughs> this is in your left ear. It should go in like this. It should It should be like that is coming out there. Like this? Let me see. Yes. Okay. Right ear. <laughs> I'm going to play a piece of music for I you. I right two. Yeah, you got it in. So first thing I want to show you. Okay. Okay, I'm in my music app. Okay. Yep. I'm going to tap here on the sources. What does it say for sources? Kanoa is the source. Well, what are the two sources you see? iPhone and Kanoa. Do you see Kanoa more than once on the screen? No. Okay, so one of the so things in the other guy's
0: review. You, you're getting an incoming call. Now I'm
1: getting a phone call.
0: Oh Wait, wait, wait. Here, can I answer this on here? No, I don't know who this <laughs> is. I'm, I'm hearing the ring. I'm going to decline them. Oh, you. so
1: you heard the ring? I heard the ring. Okay, so the fact that you heard the ring from the phone call would imply that they worked. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, so you see iPhone and you see Kanoa, right? right. iPhone and one Kanoa, not four. Yeah, so now I've chosen Kanoa as the source I'm going to go ahead and hit play. Hopefully, this isn't okay. too loud for you. Music should be playing. Do you hear music?
0: Ooh, a little Jay-Z. It is Jay-Z. Nice. Do you hear music in both ears? You know, I'm going to make you suffer through me dancing. Me this guy. We're I trying do. to silence I the do. critics, here. and he's
1: over here dancing.
0: Here, turn, turn it up. Okay.
1: I'm going to turn it up. I'm going to change the music to something else. Do you know what song he likes? I really like cake. Like I'm cake. not playing cake. <laughs> I'm playing something that you don't know so that you can oh, okay. confirm. I, I really like country music. I'm not playing that. That's not going to my Apple Music history. All right. I'm just going to play a little. Not even uh, like Blake Shelton? Come on. Yeah. I got something. I got something right here. Little snoop. Get out of here. Get out of here. Here we go. This is probably someone you know. Okay. Uh, Here we go. People on the podcast are totally missing my dancing. Okay. I changed the music. Is this? Oh, my God. Do you know who that is? Is this Taylor Swift? Yes, it is. Woo! Now, just to confirm. My daughter's going to be so proud of me. Just to confirm. (laughs) I changed the music to Taylor Swift. I didn't tell him what who the artist was gonna be. I held it up to the camera and he recognized it was Taylor Swift, which means the headphones are working fine.
0: Would you would you say they work fine? They work fine. They're not the best quality not headphones best, I've ever heard. But they work fine, right? They you work in both ears. Yeah. So it's great. If
1: you did if you listened to these for 30 minutes and they worked fine like this, would you say that the headphones work fine? Yes. Would someone need to pay you $500 to say <laughs> no, that they work fine? No. No, if they because tried they to, work fine.
0: I would tell them no. Let me try something else. I'm going to try something else. So, by the way, I feel really bad for the people who plopped down the money on it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because That's, first of all, they sucks. probably did pay too much. Was it 300 bucks you said? No, no. So they paid 150. Okay. Even at that,
1: but you have to remember this was before AirPods were right, even a thing. Right. This was no, like absolutely. these were like one of the first
0: ones. This would have been like people like, "What are you doing?" like Right.
1: Right. Why are you doing the Lieutenant Uhura thing? So do me a favor. So this is my phone. Yes. Uh, Stand (laughs) up and put this in your back pocket. Just tell me, can you hear? Yes. All right. I don't know what else to say. Like the headphones that I have work fine. All right. The one other feature. Give me the, don't sit on my phone. The last thing I want to try is um, Kanoa has a companion app. So if I launch that app... One of the main features is that you're supposed to be able to block out the outside. I'm sorry, are you still talking? Oh, see, see, (laughs) see, look at this guy. Now, tell me if anything weird happens to your sound. Okay. Okay, so right now I have audio augmentation. That's the feature that lets you add in or remove outside, outside noise. Okay. So I'm going to turn it completely off. Does it sound any different?
0: It got a little louder, it feels like. Okay,
1: and then if I turn it, all the way on
0: 80%. Yeah, something like kind of. It just changes. It's like it did a little environmental sounds. thing. It felt like that changed the tone a little. Oh, oh, yeah. Did it just go out on the left here? I don't know. You tell me. I think it did. Okay. Yeah. Oh, now it's back. Now it's back. Okay. So, so it's so, external noise or not? That's right. Is it? Because I'm having a hard time hearing you. Okay. What? I'm turning it off now. Now it's off. Did you okay. at any point
1: get. A bunch of uh, static in no, your ear. No, it cut out for a minute. It cut out for a second, but you never got static. No, so that's the other thing is that the other reviewer said when he used that feature, it sounds like he had a he really static. screwed up. He had a terrible pair of, of pair of headphones. Absolutely, but you did not. I did not. Which, which is the point. So if I don't have a bad pair of headphones, well, why should I say that I got
0: a bad pair of headphones? They work fine. All right. Well, verdict, verdict. You're good. Case Thanks. closed. And, and to be clear, Andrew, you did not receive any money. No, not at all. Yeah. I didn't receive any I do think you have something especially valuable here on your hands, I though. think What so are you going to do with this? I'm just going to hold on to them. Like, so the thing
1: with this is, you know, typically this would be a giveaway. Yeah. I would give these away. But there's such a a negative
0: madness yeah. around this product. That to give them away would just stir the hornet's now. Yeah. Like, I, I would feel like
1: I'm, I'm what? How adding. How about
0: this? Here's an idea for you. What if you somehow got... Only people who paid for the pre-orders to right. participate in the giveaway somehow would that right. be logistically possible? Well, here's the problem I have with that, and you may be calling me petty
1: at at, at this at this response. But how do I know <laughs> have, that have they to weren't you one of the receipts. people oh, who- were take were going after who, you. Yeah, because it wasn't just negative well, if comments. if they were, they'd have to apologize. Yeah, it was a- <laughs> it, There was a campaign oh, really? of people. It was on Reddit, on Facebook, on Twitter, on okay. YouTube. Like people trying to discredit me and what I do for a living. So, you know, it's like, hey, they he
0: actually showed they work. Now I'm his friend because I want them. Yeah, yeah no. that would be pretty bad. Okay. No. All right, well- at any rate, those are the uh, Kanoa headphones. You will not find them at a store near you because the only working <laughs> pair
1: right here. That's right. It's it's, it's crazy. Ah. It's it's too bad though. I mean, you know, in all honesty, that's the thing that people have to remember even though they didn't use this the crowdfunding terminology. If you're paying something in advance from an unknown company, there is a very good chance. We've seen it with Kickstarter all the time, and I know it's not the same thing, but companies that don't have the product yet and they're banking on your money to make the product, there's a good chance that you might end up with nothing.
0: Yeah, buyer beware. sucks. Yeah. All right. Very interesting stuff. Uh, We will link to everything we talked about, uh, including uh, your video. Including my video, yes. (laughs) From the show notes on uh, Geared Up.
1: In that last video, I changed the description to, I did some research and found how people could actually potentially get a refund from their credit card company and their debit card companies. Um, I listed those steps specifically in the description of that video. So if you are someone who bought a pre-order for Kanoa, Check that out and see if those steps work for you. At the very least, you can at least get your money
0: back. All right. Good stuff. Thanks, Andrew. Absolutely. All right. He's Andrew Edwards. I'm Todd Bishop. We'll talk to you next time on Geared Up on GeekWire. Thanks for listening to Geared Up, the weekly tech and gadget podcast. Check out more of Andrew's reviews at youtube.com gearlive gear live and follow all of our coverage at geekwire.com.